Welcome to Trust the Journey. I'm Jason Maletsky. And I'm Melanie Curtis. Our mission is to live, laugh, love, and learn together with you. Indeed. (laughs) We're here to create conscious connections, everyone, to grow and contribute through our practice of openness, honesty, vulnerability, humility, and trust. Trusting the entire journey. If you would like to find us anywhere on the internet, you can find us at trustthejourney.today. That's our Instagram handle, our Facebook page, our website. If you go to our website, you will get offered the opportunity to follow our email link, enter your email, and you'll get every update about our shows, keeping in touch with us on a regular basis. You could also scroll down to the bottom of the page and hit the big red button that says donate now. And that would be a huge help to us. We uh, that will take you to Patreon and pa- joining Patreon with any level of donation will really help support the project. And it will also get you into our Facebook group, Trust the Journey Family, in which we work hard as a team and a family to curate a safe space for everybody to share in whatever form they feel they would like to share. It's a place where we can air what's on our mind, where we can show the work we've done, we can cheer each other on, we can give each other a hug when needed. And it's a really wonderful kind of use of social media in a way that it's actually curated and and cared for. So we invite you to join us in the Trust the Journey family. Any donation level on Patreon will do that. Yeah, absolutely. God, the family is really a wonderful group. It's nice to have a space where we can actually really live into the values of the show. And before we dive into today's episode, if anybody, another reason why we're asking for support through Patreon is because we've hired Kimberly Joy Voice, who's an amazing audio editor. We cannot recommend her highly enough. If you're looking for that type of service, reach out to her directly at KimberlyJoyVoice at gmail.com. And on that note, thank you all for being with us as always. And we'll dive right in. I think it's kind of awesome thanking Kim because it easily sets me up for my very first share. I have been talking about it a long time. If you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you have surely heard me mention this, but my Audible book finally published. (laughs) It is in the world and it is out there and it's been such a long, crazy process and I'm so incredibly proud. And the reason I mentioned Kim is that she was a critical part in helping me get the final files completed so that they were at a high level for the actual publication. And it was a true godsend to to work with her at the end of it. And my other audio engineers were excellent as well. I worked with the talkingbook.com. They were also awesome. But I just can't not share it with you guys. Thank you all for supporting me during this. And certainly if you want to get it, it's at audible.com. And the title is How to Fly Life Lessons from a Professional Skydiver. It's a lot of my personal story and professional story and a lot of insight extracted over those years. So I certainly hope everyone gets a lot out of it. (laughs) Thank you, Jay. (laughs) Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, it's big. I'm so I'm so grateful. And that is what we're going to be doing today. We're going to really just have an experience with gratitude. And so 
yeah, I just cannot thank everyone enough who helped me get to, to, to the final publication. What, um, what some are some of your highlights in the process? We want to, you want to give me some of the things that really just shone for you as that got you to where you're sitting right now? I kind of joke about it, but it was a totally behemoth pro- project that I really didn't recognize at the start as being so huge. And that's kind of, I think, normal for any type of thing like this. But it was the metronome level <laughs> of persistent execution at the end. And I say the end, but it really was multiple obstacle after obstacle after obstacle that took something that it would be theoretically, it would have been easy if I just read it and then the audio engineer edited it and then it was done. But that's definitely not how it went. There was some editing of the writing that had to take place that's on me and my just you know, lack of awareness going into the project, this type of audible project. So learning that was big going, oh, saying this once a month is fine. Saying it 13 hours total back to back, it doesn't work. So like there had to be subtle editing to the writing, like taking out some of the profanity. It was just too much profanity. You know what I mean? But taking it out after recording it caused a lot of issues with the audible and the editing around the audible files, the audio files. So that's a, that was a huge lesson, but something that I was really committed to having a high standard for the final listen. I wanted people to really enjoy the listen. I wanted it to be high enough quality audio that people weren't thinking about the audio, that they were thinking and feeling the content. And so I persisted like a fucking boss through all of the roadblocks that came up toward the end. Wow. That's a huge project. I can't, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so detached from your experience there. I know. I've seen your enthusiasm level as of late to completing it. So that's a, the only reference point that I have in relationship to how much work must have gone into it. So c- congratulations. Huge, huge pat on the back for you, Thank Mel. Thank you. Thank you. But what, but the gratitude is very real. Like there's no way I could have gotten through it without the support of people around me and people holding me accountable. You know, I, I mentioned people at the end of the book, I share a big, big section of gratitude at the end of the book for everyone who helped me get where I am today, both in skydiving and my life and with the Audible project. So I won't go into that giant list right now, but Rather, I'd like to invite you to share what's something that you are feeling grateful for right now. Well, I am sitting in the forest right now. There, I'm in Oregon, by the way. Uh, it's cool. I'm enjoying temperatures in the low 60s right now. It's probably 63 degrees, and it's moist and cloudy, and I'm surrounded by green trees, and all of these things are soothing me right now, and I'm incredibly grateful for the respite from the heat wave that has blown through that, you know, it's made all its way all the way up into Canada now. It's been moving its way up through the Western U.S. for a few weeks, and so the Escaping that heat wave has been incredibly valuable, as well as um, getting the rest 
like, you know, I sleep much better when it is cooler. So I'm really grateful for that. Last week I did myself a solid and I went and got some coaching. Yeah. So I got oh, some canopy cool. coaching. Yeah. Whoa, I, awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I uh, bought myself a new wing a little while ago and my plan had been all along that as soon as I got that new wing that I was going to go and get some coaching on it from somebody that actually specializes in that particular area and that type of flight. So I spent last week out on the California coast with Sin Curry, uh, with Raven Wolf, uh, Raven, um, I'm going to have to double check in the name. It's Raven Wolf Sky, I think is what it is. Um, yeah. So learning high wing, high speed high wind kiting and learning mini wing flying and coastal soaring. So lots of things to be grateful for in my world. Uh, Yeah. And I, you know, part of the reason we wanted to do a gratitude episode peeps for those of you listening is because we've been sharing, I think recently about how intense things have been on both our sides with all the things that we're doing. Uh, If people can see the, if you're watching on YouTube, then you'll see it. But if you're just listening, you can see I'm sitting with, some stuffed animals behind me. I've got a little Rabigail here. We got Cuddles, which is I got for 10 cents at a garage sale when I was a kid. Um, I'm in my childhood home. I'm visiting my family for a few weeks, which is something that actually kind of was born from COVID because I, I made sure to quarantine and, and, you know, all of that last year so I could come up here for a significant amount of time with Matil and just work from here. And I'm making it sort of a, an annual thing where I'm just coming up here working for an extended period of time to have real time with my mom and my family. And I'm so grateful for that, like truly grateful for that. If I think about, you know, the times that I made efforts to come and hang out with my grandmothers when they were still alive, I've mentioned that it's, it's, I'm so incredibly grateful for that time that even though I'm totally overloaded and we're like, oh my God, how can we even do an episode? We're like, let's be in the practice, man. Let's just be in the practice. Let's share some gratitude and that's it. So like being here, wanting to spend time with my family and running multiple businesses. Yeah, I'm overloaded. (laughs) But the truth is I'm fucking grateful, wildly grateful to be here. Yeah, I can't echo that enough. The gratitude is real and it is the superpower that we have to practice to employ when we are challenged with the number of things that are stressing us or, you know, the, you know, just our availability to ourselves and the gratitude doesn't, you know, it's, it's not something that we have to make a big deal out of. It's pretty simple. You know, I'm grateful for my meditation practice. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, just the littlest thing, you know, I'm grateful for my van. Mm-hmm. My van is my escape. You yeah. know, I can put myself a, yesterday I sat and I worked from the Oregon coast. So I was parked up against some dunes with some long grasses blowing in the breeze and the waves crashing on the beach and, you know, taking care of my responsibilities remotely from this you know mobile office of mine my mobile home and that's one of the things i'm grateful for is having done this for myself having created this space in which enables me to be in the places that 
enrich me, that allow me to feel that calmness and the ease and the refilling of the cup per se. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm grateful for that awareness, honestly. You know, I definitely remember times in my life where I wasn't as self-aware such that when I'm in an experience like this where, okay, I say I want to spend time with my family, I want to spend time, I want to do this, or I want to have a mobile life or whatever. Then when I was living it, I wasn't as connected to going, oh, this feels good. And there's reason to note that. You know, I've worked over the years to really elevate my own self-awareness such that now that I'm sitting here with Cuddles and little Rab Gail and Matil somewhere in my mom's living room, and I feel the ease in my body, even with all of the stress going on with the, the multiple businesses and all of the Audible book promotion and just all the million things that we could always be doing or whatever challenges we might be facing, I can feel that it's right for me. And I'm grateful that I have cultivated that skill for myself so that I can separate myself when necessary from those stresses to be present and to be truly in the gratitude and in the experience of what I've chosen that is right for me. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. It's long time coming. Yeah, it's a, lot the self- of, a lot of hard work, purging. Yeah. <laughs> That self-awareness piece doesn't come easily, right? Like really becoming tuned into where we're at and what our needs are and what best serves us. It's a, it's a practice that takes our whole lifetime to really dial in. I don't think we'll ever get it perfect. You know, it's one of those things where we're constantly tuning the string, you know, where it's like we're, we're an instrument where it goes out of tune every time you put it down, you know? Mm -hmm. So you're like, oh, you pick it up, you, you dial it in, you get it. So it sounds just perfectly. You put it down for a second. When you come back, you got to tune it again. That's that's just how it goes. Mm -hmm. It's so true. Oh my God. I'm in no way perfect. That's for sure. I'm so perfect. I'm grateful for this ridiculous coffee mug that looks like a cow (laughs) because it's stupid. And I love things that are stupid. Things that are stupid make me very happy and I'm very grateful for them. That's it. That's my next share. I wish I had a cup of coffee right now. I'd be really grateful if somebody would bring me one. Find me in the Oregon wilderness with coffee, please. <laughs> I um I had to stop drinking coffee a while ago because my guts were getting too sensitive to it. It was too oh. acidic and it was just causing me too much pain. Even though I really enjoy coffee, I, it's just some of the things where it's not serving me anymore. I've got to learn to step away from it. And having recognize that for myself having said okay no this has to change i have to be conscious of this i made a point to leave my little coffee press out of the van so that i'm not able to make myself a cup of coffee and now i really wish i had it (laughs) but i'm glad that i i'm glad that i hear myself that i've made the you know um i i'm grateful that i have enough no knowledge about myself to know I shouldn't have coffee right now. And I'm, and I know myself enough to say, I got to remove this from my sphere in order to actually be able to, you know, go along without it. Cause otherwise I'd be making a cup of coffee before this episode, you know? 
Oh, totally. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, man. The gratitude for <laughs> the times when we make the the better call for ourselves ver- that's not fun or not pleasant, but we know big picture is serving us. Oh, man. You I know, mean, go, go ahead. Yeah, I'll throw one of these out there. And it's 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 a practice that I have created for myself, which serves me in a very simple way. And I think that lots of people will hear it and nod their heads and go, yep, that's one of them. And it's making my own bed every mm-hmm. morning. As soon as I get out of bed, I make my bed instantly. <sighs> and that little practice, which I didn't do my whole life, and it's we've talked about it before, but it's something that having built that practice for myself, it serves me in a very simple structural way where I know I have some level of structure to my morning, to my, which leads to my day, which overall becomes my life. So this simple little pattern of putting that one thing in place, which I absolutely have to have, like I have to have a bed, I have to have somewhere to nest at night and rest and having that organizational piece related to it really provides me some sense of security, some sense of safety, some sense of comfort. It's a really simple pattern. And if you don't make your bed, make your bed. I know. Yeah. Those simple structures are powerful. It's funny. I was going to, I was thinking like, "Ah, what's something I could share that I'm grateful for. That's not like the big, broad sweeping strokes that we always talk about. Cause obviously we've said those things a million times it's more like, for example, I have joked that ice cream parlors are my drug dealer because it's like, if I get on an ice cream cone kick, it is slippery slope. It's no good. It's good, but it's no good. So I'm grateful for my friend texting me <laughs> when I'm here being like, hey, have you visited your drug dealer? How's it going? You know, like, what's up? checking in on me. So my friends checking in on me. And another thing I've been doing that's back to the structure piece is I've been, cause I've been wanting to get rid of the like 10 pounds that I've, I gained through COVID isolation and home, home living. And I'm doing okay, but I'm still sort of eating a lot of food and all of that. It's a different conversation, but I've implemented the simple structure of not eating after 8 PM. Because sometimes I stay up late and I just want to keep eating because it's just my brain just sort of keeps going. And this just that simple structure of feeling accomplished for when I honor that that boundary, it's helping. It's helping. And it's interesting watching the ice cream cone thing as my sort of go to food addiction in the summertime. It's nice to know to to not feel the slippery slope and part of that is because of the 8 p.m boundary when i'm here visiting my parents a very typical thing we do is eat ice cream cones later while we watch tv and after dinner you know so not doing that is is helping a lot and i'm grateful that i implemented it yeah the intermittent fasting setting that schedule up it's really powerful for, as far as weight management and body content um you know our what level of fat and muscle we have in our body i see a huge difference in myself when i'm on that program and i completely relate to you because that time too of 
later on in the evening when it's after say eight, nine o'clock, that is when our decision-making our moral stamina of like, yeah, no, I've got this. I'm good. It, it runs out. It literally yeah. runs out. We we run low on the ability to make good decisions when it gets late at night. So one of the things that we can do for ourselves, which I'm grateful I do a pretty good job of, is put a clear boundary around those later hours in the evening so that there's no key decision making being made in that time. And so you that's what you've done for yourself is create a clear boundary for yourself so that you're not allowed, not allowed to make eating decisions at 10 o'clock at night, exactly. which will most definitely go towards <laughs> something scrumptious, right? Oh, I know. I know. I'm grateful my mom found this sweatshirt. It says, give love on it. Whoop. I had no idea where I put it. I was like, where did that thing go? Had no memory that it was here. I show up and my mom's like, here, you left this here. And I was like, yes. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for so many things. I'll tell you one of my favorites. Quiet. Mm. Quiet is such a hugely important thing to me. Like finding peace and just having a silence and quiet. It, it just brings me such a massive amount of inner inner peace. It's I'm a reflection of that outside environment of what's going on around me. So I'm incredibly grateful to find peace and quiet and just have that resonating through me. I'll tell you something else. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful to see my friends and family doing well for themselves. Yay. Yeah. Saw some friends recently doing great. Just doing great. Just life's good. Figuring it out, you know, doing the right things, taking care of making the right decisions and happy and quiet and peaceful because of it. Oh, it's wonderful. What there's a word yeah. for that. I forget the word for it. When you are you feel happiness when other people are uh doing well or succeeding. I forget the word. There's this definite word for it. Because there's another word for when you feel happy when someone isn't succeeding. <laughs> the like negative sort of a averse side of of that same emotional coin. But yeah, that's wonderful. It's a big deal. I'm grateful for my family's health. You know, I can always go to those places. I'm so grateful for my family being healthy and well, grateful for my own health and well-being with other friends that I know that struggle with pain and struggle with just disease, you know, just malaise and and challenge with their physical body. I I truly count my proverbial blessings when I feel the strength in my legs, you know, when I can go to sleep at night and actually go to sleep at night, you know, those types of things. I I really try not to take the physical health and physical experience of my body for granted because I can easily focus entirely on the emotional, mental side of life because I'm so interested in that. But yeah, when I, when I step back, I'm like, oh, my body works. Thank you. Mm. I can completely relate to that. Yeah. I uh, had an opportunity last week uh, while I was out flying to catch myself, like see myself playing. And I was the first time in a long time where I'd been, I was just playing in the air. 
Mm. And I found myself being playful. I wasn't, I wasn't in a state of like trying to learn something or just trying to execute something. It was really just truly about, I'm just playing right now. And Mm. that moment is something I haven't felt in a very long time. And it brought me a ton of gratitude, Uh just a ton, you know, of really just being like, oh yeah, this is what it feels like to play. Oh, this is so good. Oh, so healing. Yeah. Play is so healing. One of the, uh, one of those sessions I was in this week, it's in a community that I'm a member of called Sala. It's sort of based on the, the root of Salon, the old Salons, when people would come together and have meaningful dialogue and meaningful connection a lot of what we do in the Trust the Journey family and what we do here in this microcosm of Salon, you and me. But the this particular group, um, there was an, uh, guys in the, in the group, Scott O'Neill, I think is his name, just met him, but he published a new book called Where Your Feet Are. And it's a, a, a sh- I'm not done with it, but it's sharing about, a lot about his practice of presence and his life story in ter- terms of getting to really, really getting it for himself, what it, it means to be where your feet are. And I was totally going somewhere with that share and my brain lost it. What were we talking about before? <laughs> I was like, you- what did you say? You were, um, let's see. <laughs> what did you last that. say? You said something awesome. And I was like, oh yeah. I was playing. Oh, playing. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, to, to be present, to be where your feet are, to play is, is that is like really present activity, you know, like really, I, I don't feel like I'm able to access play unless I am being where my feet are, unless I am being here in this moment. And it's interesting because gratitude is so powerful. I am also wildly grateful for all of my work opportunities. I I am wildly grateful for my life coaching clients. I love them deeply. You know, I am wildly grateful for highlight in that work. I am love it deeply. You know, so that gratitude can really help me through the times when I am challenged with a work crisis or a work situation or just feeling overloaded in general. And it can sometimes pull me out of presence with those other things. So like watching that balance, you know what I mean? And applying my gratitude does matter because honestly, and this is, I don't know, it sounds, it's not like my life is full of everything wonderful, but it's full of a lot of really wonderful things because I've really tried to make that my reality. And as such, I've found that I really do need to apply my gratitude to the places where I want to prioritize at the moment, because it's so easy for me to prioritize work because I am so grateful for it. You know what I mean? When I really am like, okay, I want to put my phone aside and I want to be with my mom and I want to do whatever we're going to do and have, have fun. Yeah. It's great. I'm grateful for my friends and family. I've been so blessed to be back on the road a little bit right now and touring around, engaging with people that I haven't seen in a while. And I've got a picture right here. This is one of my 
family is here. Oh, this is Jackson yes. and Autumn and Kaya and Sylvan. Yeah. And oh. I just got to see Sylvan for the first time since he was born. And he's oh. almost a year and a half old now. And it was so great to check in with my friends and actually spend time with the kids and get the cuddle puddles and the pylons and listen to them reading stories to me, which I had to read to them before. And now Kaya just reads to me <laughs> and it's just great to get some time with so many people that I haven't seen um, in so long. So a huge gratitude to the change in the world right now, allowing more connection to occur. And I'm grateful to myself for proactively engaging in making this happen where I'm literally seeing um, a friend that I haven't seen almost every day right now where I'm like making a point. I'm going from one place to the next and I'm hugging people and I'm kissing them. <laughs> making, it yeah. making it weird. Making it weird. So that's on my vision board, by the way. Make it weird yeah, yeah. with a heart. <laughs> Make the love weird. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I love it. Well, you know, the truth is, is we wanted to do this episode today to give ourselves the experience of of really reflecting on what we're grateful for. You know, so we aren't going to do our normal length of episode. We're going to cut it early today on purpose for the sake of going, we are going to do a gratitude practice in be in that work, quote unquote, for ourselves and in sharing with the family, with you guys listening. And so, gosh, as not that we need to end it right this second, like certainly, Jay, if you have more to share, I we always have a million things to share. That's why like I could go on and on and on and on and on and on if I really wanted to. And so I would invite you guys to do it even 60 seconds when you end this episode or pause it, do 60 seconds of your own gratitude, maybe inspired by what we've shared, maybe inspired by just what you think up. But yeah, give it a shot, try it, see how it impacts how you're feeling and and your day to day. Yeah, it really does change our, our body chemistry, the actual... Uh, energy of our cells shifts in a positive way where we start to feel different from how we're feeling when we move into a gratitude practice. So it's a real thing. It really does work. And I'm going to throw one more volley of love and gratitude on the table because I've got these wonderful humans in my life that mean so much to me. Uh, Julie, she's just incredible. Tucci's amazing. Jamie, Brad, Melanie, Brett. All my peeps, so my peeps, people who t people are there for me, yeah. and I love them. So I want to just put out some gratitude to my core group and my yeah. my loved ones. Thank you. Oh, ditto, 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 ditto. Love you. Ugh, love. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna even start. <laughs> but I could not echo that more. The support that we get from our loved ones, at least for me, the support that I get from the people that. I trust and love the most that I can be my most vulnerable self with. It's bar none, the biggest value in my life. And I'm, I could not be the person I am today without that. And I love you. And I know you are, if you are listening, you know who you are. So hell yeah, my friend, I am grateful for you. Everyone listening, we are so grateful for you. Thank you for helping make this show possible. 
and share. And and if something resonated for you or on a, on a past episode, absolutely share it with someone that you love. You never know when that type of contribution is really going to make a difference for someone and inspire the depth of gratitude we're talking about in terms of support from our friends and loved ones. You can be that person for someone else by sharing, you know, the words of wisdom of other people that you hear. So we are thankful for that. We are thankful for any uh, support you give us through Patreon. We invite you to join us in the family anytime. Find us on the internet, trustthejourney.today all of the things that we always say and and really and truly keep laughing keep loving and keep trusting the journey thank you so much i'd like to we'd like to hear what you're grateful for too so please reach out and let us know through any of our channels Um, let us know what how this inspired you to feel gratitude and send that back and we would love to hear it we love you we love you bye team (laughs) 